on the field, inside the clubhouse, and everything in between. This is Brewers Weekly, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City. Here's Matt Pauley. A good Thursday evening. Welcome in. It is time for Brewers Weekly here on WTMJ, or as Scott Warris so cleverly referred to it as Brewerless Weekly, because we have no Brewers baseball. You get it. Got you till 9 o'clock tonight. If you do want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting into the Acunet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. You can also tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Here's what's coming up on the program. Have a couple guests here in about uh, five, six minutes. We are going to be joined by Tyler Mon. He is uh, part of the staff at M. MILB.com. So many different kind of tentacles to what's going on right now with the coronavirus and how it is impacting baseball. And we're gonna we're gonna try to get into a bunch of stuff today, but quite honestly, we've got a whole bunch of time here between now and whenever baseball season starts. So on this show each week, I'm sure we're going to uh, touch on uh, different aspects of the way the coronavirus and the lack of baseball is impacting baseball. We're going to get it's going to be very business of baseball-y at times here on this program because baseball is as complicated of a sport as exists out there in terms of all the different rules. I mean, when when crazy stuff is not going on, there's still a lot to understand in the way things work. I mean, you probably hear terms like Super 2 thrown out and service time and things like that, and there's a lot of people out there who have no clue what any of that stuff means. And while it doesn't impact you, directly when you show up at Miller Park and watch a game or you pop on your radio or you turn on the TV and you watch a game, all of those things that exist that's part of the infrastructure of baseball, it's all up in the air right now and we don't know how it's being impacted in this it's uh, it's crazy. So uh, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff, and today one of the things we're going to get into is how the coronavirus pandemic is impacting the minor leagues. So Tyler Mon is going to join us. Great story out there, by the way. And uh, I tweeted this out. If you want to see it for yourself, find me on Twitter at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. One of our own Brewers radio broadcasters, Lane Grindle, he sent out a tweet Basically saying, hey, folks, you put up Christmas lights to uh, to make people happy, that sort of thing, during this not-so-great time. And this tweet went absolutely viral. It's been on network news, and Lane keeps getting uh, credit and people responding to him. Lane's going to join us to talk about uh, this tweet and whether or not he expected it to uh, blow up the way that it has. So Lane's going to join us coming up at about uh, 8.35 on the program. And uh, then we're going to get into uh, a few other things. I want to... Uh, this is going to be there's going to be a lot of hypotheticals here over the next month month and a half here's what we know baseball is not going to be played until mid-may at the earliest period that's all we know we don't know anything else we don't know if there's going to be any type of spring training. We don't know if the rosters are going to be different. We don't know if uh, if they're going to redo the schedule or just pick it up. We don't know if they're going to extend the season. We don't know anything except at the absolute earliest at this point, baseball will be played in mid-May. No guarantee that baseball is going to be played in mid-May 
at the earliest baseball will be played in mid-May. And that's all we have to work with. Now, there's been some things that have been mentioned. In fact, uh, uh, we, we heard uh, just kind of a, a quick little statement was made uh, on, his, on his way out of spring training by Yankees manager Aaron Boone, where he, he just kind of nonchalantly referenced some of the things that Major League Baseball was thinking about, extending the season, maybe trying to play end-of-season games, postseason in warm-weather cities or in dome stadiums. That's great for the Brewers, right, as long as they get to host those games, as long as it's not some sort of rule that it has to be a neutral site, if that ends up happening. But there's so many hypotheticals, and we're going to spend a lot of time. We can just call this Hypothetical Thursday. Brewers Weekly, Thursday nights, what's the latest hypothetical situation to get into on what baseball is going to look like once it does return? Because we're going to spend a whole lot of time with that. Uh, If you want to talk anything Brewers related, we'll surely uh, welcome in your phone calls, your text messages, and your tweets. Again, you can get at me on the uh, WTMJ Talk and Text Line, Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line at 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. Or find me on Twitter at Matt Pauley on air m-a-t-t-p-a-u-l-e-y on air tyler mon he joins us to talk about the impact on the minor leagues we do that next it's brewers weekly on wtmj Continuing on with the program, if you want to join us, you can do so on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. One of the more interesting aspects, and it's not a good thing, but I do find it to be interesting, in addition to baseball just simply not being played due to uh, the coronavirus pandemic, there's a lot of other kind of more very specific things that's impacting. And for the people who are part of these groups, it's a really big deal. And that includes minor league baseball players. They now know they're going to be receiving at least a little bit of money until uh, the what was the scheduled start of the minor league season. Beyond that, is still kind of up in the air. We're going to welcome onto the program right now. Uh, he does cover the minor leagues for uh, MILB.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Tyler Mon T Y L E R M A U N. It's my friend Tyler Mon. Hi Tyler, how are you? Matt, good to talk to you, buddy. How you been? I'm good. Um, this is a really weird time right now for sports and, and for baseball specifically. So you are so connected to what's going on in the world of minor league baseball. I guess, first off, good news today and that it was at least decided that these players are going to at least receive money through the period uh, of where the minor league season was set to begin. That's a good first step, right? Yeah, it certainly is, and I would imagine that there is uh, there are conversations going on. Um, on you know, we always used to make the comment referring to Park Avenue, which is where the commissioner's office was. Actually, moved this off season, so we can't even say that anymore. But I would imagine there are conversations going on in the commissioner's office um, as to how to more comprehensively address this. Um, there is obviously not going to be just a two week delay. Um, between the uh, initially scheduled start of the major and minor league seasons and opening day now. We know that Major League Baseball has set that. Um, there's going to be a substantial pause before we see um, anybody back on a baseball field. And so that means that for, I would imagine, the first couple of months of what would have been the minor league season, these guys are going to be in this holding pattern. And I would think that, they're mean, that that means uh, that there is probably something more 
substantial in the pipeline for Major League Baseball, uh, especially with the clarification that this first plan will carry them up to what opening day would have been. Um, I'm not entirely sure what that'll look like. Obviously, there's been so much discussion the last few years as to uh, minor league player pay and, and that whole issue anyway, but um, hopefully there will be a, a little bit more clarification from MLB soon as to what that means when uh, the would-be minor league opening day hits, which would have been April 9th. When Major League Spring Training and Spring Training overall, but when Spring Training was ended, Major League players, players on the 40-man roster and players who ended last season on 40-man rosters were told they can stay at the Spring Training facility, they can go to their homes, they can go to the city of their Major League team, there's going to be resources for them, and that the, 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 they're in different places right now. Minor league players were basically said, go home. Is that, is that basically how it worked? And they, they were just sitting there not really knowing what was going on? Well, the tough thing about the situation for minor league guys is minor league camp in a lot of places was just opening. I mean, we had guys, we talked uh, on the minor league baseball podcast yesterday with Christian Robinson, who's the Arizona Diamondbacks top prospect, and he said there were guys who had just arrived the day before to get ready for their workouts and, and start getting into full-on practices and games uh, and basically had to turn around and go home the next day. So I know the, the facilities are still open to prospects. Christian was, was one of the guys. He's actually from uh, the Bahamas originally, but he's still in Arizona right now and working out of the facility and doing all that kind of stuff. So I know those options are available for prospects, but it was just such a different timeline for them. I mean, the, the major league guys in large part had been, um, you know, at their camps for three weeks or longer. And for these minor league guys, they were just arriving. And then all of a sudden to be told, we don't have anything for you here. Um, you can go home and essentially continue your off season. Um, obviously not a, an ideal situation in any circumstance, uh, but certainly a, a weird one as it impacted their timelines. Have you heard anything about the players who are not from the United States? Maybe ones who are from countries that have it even worse than than we do in the United States in terms of uh, the coronavirus and how, how those players who were told to go home, but maybe they couldn't go home because they're not from the United States, how they're handling things? You know, that is uh, a very good question, and I have not actually heard a lot. I think um, organizations are – are probably trying to commit as much as possible to, um, you know, guys who already had their lodging planned out for spring training, all that type of stuff, um, just kind of keeping them in that routine. Uh, you know, it's you even hear it. Uh, there have been stories that have gone around um, in the, the news media the last few days of college students who have been on campuses across the country who were told, we don't have, you know, any more classes, everything's going to be remote, go home. Well, not everybody has a home to go to, and that complicates things infinitely, and especially, you know, even more so for players who are, are international players. Um, I think uh, as the, the situation continues to develop, it's less and less likely that those guys are going to be able to leave the country. Um, I know the, the State Department is um, writing a recommendation to Americans abroad to either come home or make plans to stay put wherever they are for the duration of, of, this, uh, of this crisis. And so I would think the, the situation for um, players who have come from other countries is probably if they haven't left by now, they're not going to be leaving. Um, and maybe that's in, in certain cases a good thing. I mean, if, uh, if we reach a situation, I know Venezuela has started to be pretty heavily impacted uh, by things. Mexico, as of uh, I think just a few days ago, was still planning to go ahead with the start of its spring season. The, the Mexican League, which is technically a, a AAA minor league, um, I believe that has since been shut down. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, 
it's just so strange because it's such an unprecedented situation that everybody is caught right now kind of trying to make these plans and make these contingencies on the fly couple more questions for Tyler Mon. He uh, covers minor league baseball. All right, so these again, if you're a major league guy and you go home, there's a pretty good chance you got a gym in your basement. Something you you've made enough money to create something in your home. In all likelihood, most guys, not all, but most major leaguers, can probably have things in their home to to keep things going. If you're a minor leaguer, you, you're you might be scrapping the bottom of the barrel, and you may need to go to you know your local Lifetime Fitness or the local Y or what you know 24 Hour Fitness or whatever it is. And all these gyms across the country are closed down. Is there a worry? Do you think from organizations that perhaps once it is time for baseball again that these minor league players are going to come in really not in baseball condition well and i think even beyond that another one of the issues is a lot of these guys right now can't get jobs because if you go to a place even if you're able to go home and you say to a place well i really just i have a job uh but it's just on on pause right now and i'm going to need to leave as soon as that starts up again, not a whole lot of employers are going to be offering you a job in that circumstance. And beyond that, if, if I am understanding things correctly, I don't believe any of these guys would be eligible for unemployment benefits because they're not technically unemployed in any way. Um, it's just basically that their employment right now is on hiatus. Um, so that's really tough because, yeah, like you said, I mean, you go back to a place, you try to get back into this off-season routine and things as simple as, oh, I can't go to the gym because the gyms aren't open. I can't go to a batting cage. Um, you know, I can't do my regular work. Um, I, I'm not sure. And I don't know, you know, the other side of that is when, whenever this is over and some semblance of, of spring training or a preseason preparation um, starts to come down, I, I don't know how long that is. I mean, theoretically, you get into a circumstance where these guys have been off for a couple of months and now you're trying to get them back in the game shape that should be as long as a standard spring training would have been so that's you know another month before we see uh competitive baseball on a on a field or on professional fields around the country so um yeah i would think that is uh one of many concerns right now among uh among big league organizations he is Tyler Maun. You can follow him on Twitter at T-Y-L-E-R-M-A-U-N. Covers minor league baseball. Tyler, great stuff. Uh, stay strong here during this period. We don't have baseball to talk about, but uh, really appreciate you taking some time. This was fun. You do the same, Matt. Thanks, man. Take care. Awesome. There's Tyler Maun joining us here on Brewers Weekly on WTMJ. A lot of different areas of uh, of intrigue when it comes to uh, what's going on right now with baseball not being played. We'll continue on with more in just a moment on WTMJ. It's Brewers Weekly on WTMJ. Coming up in about seven minutes, we are going to be joined by Lane Grendel. Have you seen everything going on about maybe people should put Christmas lights back up? Or if you haven't uh, taken them down yet, you can plug them back in. Brewers radio broadcaster Lane Grindle is part of that movement. We'll explain more coming up in a few moments. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting into the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. From the 262, asking how I would handle the Major League Baseball season if it could not start until Memorial Day weekend. I don't like the idea of a bunch of neutral site games late November, maybe December, just to get close to or get a 162-game schedule in. 
I understand the importance of playing 162 games. I understand the importance of, of records. And clearly, the Major League Baseball season has not always been 162 games. But I understand why the powers that be with Major League Baseball want the 162-game season. I think we're getting very, very close to that being an impossibility. Um, I think you can stretch things out maybe a couple weeks uh, when uh, the year of 9-11, the season was stretched out a week. They basically took that week and threw it at the end. Uh, I, I think maybe you could stretch it out an extra two weeks, but if that means you're playing 100 games, it means you're playing 100 games. I think the idea of all of a sudden getting rid of most of the off days and playing double headers to just cram in as many games as possible, I don't think that makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons, including the safety of players and just making sure that you know, we live in an age now, and I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, we live in an age now where guys get rest, right? And uh, so that's the, I, I wouldn't push for the 162-game season. I would say you could maybe have a few less off days. You could maybe stretch out the season by, say, two weeks at the most. I know that's going to push the postseason into November. And if there are postseason games in some cold-weather cities, that could create a another set of challenges because of cold weather and snow and things like that that exist. But I, I'm not going to do something crazy where I extend the season into December and run the postseason as some sort of neutral site tournament uh, just to be able to get these games in. That is not something that I would be interested in. So that's uh, that'd be my answer. Once you get the season underway, maybe look to extend it by two weeks, no, no more than two weeks, and rebuild the schedule from there where you still have off days but not quite as many off days so you safely and logically play as many games as possible in that period. I think that the schedule that they have right now, rip it up. Just rip it up. Uh, you, you can't go with it. You know, you, There's still got to be some sort of even scheduling. Right now you play your divisional opponents so much more than other opponents. If you just pick it up from where it was at and you miss a bunch of the games at the beginning, it, it's not going to be fair if you were scheduled to play one team a whole bunch of times in the first month of the season then you end up not playing them. So I do think ripping up the schedule and starting over is something baseball should probably do. 855-616-1620 is the Ankinet Mortgage Talk and Text Line Brewers Radio Broadcaster and Christmas Light Promoter. Eh, uh, okay, we'll call him that. Lane Grindle joins us in just a moment on Brewers Weekly. This is Brewers Weekly on WTMJ. Continuing on on a Thursday night here on WTMJ. If you want to join us, you can call or text into the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620. In a perfect world, a coronavirus-less world, we would be getting ready for Brewers opening day, and this guy would be uh, getting ready for another season behind the microphone. He is uh, Brewers play-by-play broadcaster Lane Grindle. Hey, Lane, how are you? Matt, I'm doing well. Thank you so much. All right, so I got to be honest with you. I've I've seen everything out there about the you know leaving Christmas lights up or putting them back up and everything. I had no clue that you were you were the origin of it or at least part of the origin of it until uh, MLB.com and Brewers.com. Uh, Adam McAlvey wrote a story about it. This is a uh, this is crazy, isn't it? You've got a tweet that's got you know thousands of uh, of likes and and hundreds of retweets about putting Christmas lights up. What is this like for you? It, it's 
it's been an interesting way to spend kind of the 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 social distancing era of the 2020 uh, year so far. Um, you know, it, it it has been kind of wild to be honest with you. I mean, I would say I, I don't think I'm the origin of it at all. I, I I think there probably were a lot of people that had this same idea, like, well, well kids don't have school. We don't know if we're going to work tomorrow. This feels a little bit like you know Christmas break or holiday break. So let's put the lights up, right? Um, and and one advantage here is that the weather's a little little bit warmer than like you know some of those days in December that we have when we're putting those lights up. So um, I just I I was playing with the kids in the backyard on Sunday. I had just gotten home on Friday afternoon from spring training after everything got you know shut down and. Uh, I walked in to the kitchen and I told my wife, I said, uh, I, I, it would be fun if everybody had their Christmas lights up right now. I mean, that would be something to look at. And I said, I, and at that point, I said, I think we'd probably be fine getting in the car. I just wouldn't want to get out of the car and you could go look at lights. And um, she kind of laughed and said, you should put that on Twitter. I bet you get some funny reactions to it. And so I did. And then I looked at my phone like 30 minutes later and it was blowing up. And uh, then it was really like two days later that it started showing up in news stories and stuff and started getting picked up. And it's been kind of wild, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, it's been fun. I hope that the people that have done it, you know, are getting some joy out of it. And uh, I hope it gives people some hope. I mean, we'll get through all of this. It's not it's not fun. It's not a great situation, as we all know. But um, there there is a. There is another side of this, and we will get there together as a as a country and and as a sports community too. Yeah, I mean, this was showing up on CNN and Fox News, and people were your tweet was plastered all over the place. That's that's kind of cool, right? Yeah, no, it was it was fun. It's kind of fun to see all of that stuff. I mean, I think the irony in it, Matt, for people that know me, is that I'm terrified of heights. I I have a hard time getting my Christmas lights up, and when I do get them up, it, it's not an overly impressive display. So it's not like I'm, you know, the Christmas lights whisperer here when it comes to that. I do enjoy Christmas lights. I just, I have a hard time even getting up on ladders. Now, I got mine up and down this year on my own. Um, we're going to, we are going to put the lights up this weekend because this has gotten so much play now that we're like, well, we have to participate, you know, so we're going to get the lights <laughs> yeah. up. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's been kind of wild. It's been kind of fun. Are you going all in on the lights? Like, is it going to be the, the full display that you normally do? This is one of those things where you have to, I mean, the bar is very low for my ability to hang lights. So I, I may go all in for my standards. For most people's standards, that would be a huge, meh, that's not very good. But uh, I will. No, we'll put lights along, you know, the gutters. And then uh, maybe if we get real crazy, we'll outline the door. Um, you know, we'll just kind of see uh, how we're doing. But, uh, yeah, we'll have a little fun with it. I, I, you know, I wish I was really talented because what I would do is I would get blue and yellow lights and I would do the new ball and glove logo like mm, up yeah. like rod. Wouldn't that be awesome? If I try <laughs> to do that, nobody will know what it is because I'm not artistic enough or something like that. But there, it would be fun. It's fun to dream. There's got to be so. Uh, there's no baseball going on. There's got to be a creative person in the Brewers front office that can just come over to your home and do that for you, right? Like if I knew if if I knew how to weld, I could probably weld some sort of a frame that I could hang them on, right? Like I mean, I, I got the start of what I would need to do, but I don't think I have the skills to actually do it. I think that's the problem. <laughs> I think any sentence that starts "If I knew how to weld" is uh, is a quality way to go. That's, uh, that's no, good. I agree. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, 
You mentioned Spring from just real quick a couple baseball things before we let you go. Yeah. How how surreal was it when you're down in Arizona and all of a sudden spring training is just not happening anymore? Yeah, it was. It, it was it was strange. Wednesday was one of the strangest days, and I know Thursday was the day that everything got called off. But Wednesday, you could kind of see the train coming a little bit. And so Wednesday was really strange. Um, it was just one thing after another that was happening. And Jeff uh, Levering and I were, were calling the game at Camelback Ranch that night against the Dodgers. And, of course, then rain started to come. And we ended up calling that game because of rain. And you had a feeling as we were walking out of there that would be the last spring training game we would call, at least in the month of March. <laughs> Um, and so uh, it, it, it was it was a weird kind of just strange day, but at the same time we kind of saw it coming over the last day or so that this was starting to you know the snowball effect was kind of in play here once once the NBA suspended their season, um, you had a pretty good idea that uh, sports were going to probably be shutting down for a while over the next couple of days, and obviously that's what what happened. Um, we all miss sports. As I said that night on the air, I think the thing that makes this such a different situation than some of our other national emergencies or national situations where we've kind of come, come together as a country is that um, normally sports were the things that kind of pulled us through those moments, and they've been there for us in those moments. And unfortunately, sports have to pause with this one too. Now, I cannot wait to see once we get back to our normal way of life again, and hopefully that's much sooner than than later, but uh, we'll let the experts handle that part. But when we get back to that point, I cannot wait to see the unbelievable energy that I think is going to be in all the sports venues across this country uh, when we when we get back to normal. I think from a sports angle, that's going to be really, really fun. But the most important thing right now is worrying about that when that time comes and making sure everybody's doing the right thing and, and, and heeding the advice of the experts and social distancing and and trying to limit how much you actually go out. I mean, we, we have to go to the grocery store, right? We have to be able to do some of those mm-hmm. things. But um, I think that we need to all do our part here to try to make sure we can get our society back to normal as soon as possible. I think if there's anything you can do for people in the at-risk categories, um, anybody with uh, you know conditions that, that could complicate this if they would contract it, Anything you can do for people like that, I think, is something that we all should be trying to do. I, I, I hope the lights bring some people some smiles and some positive energy, but I also think there's a lot of actual things we can be doing uh, to try to take care of those that uh, are a little, you know, a little more exposed in this, in this pandemic right now uh, and take care of those people in our society, too. Yeah, no, that is, uh, that's incredibly well said. Do you, have, do you have a guess on when we'll be playing baseball again? I don't. Um, okay. I, I have no honest speculation on that i I think any any anybody that that really guesses right now is doing just that they're guessing um we just have to see how this thing plays out and uh baseball will make the right choice uh when when that time comes but uh, i i really don't have a a good feel for that nor would i want to speculate on that at this point it's uh it's a weird time to say the least well lay we uh, we love the tweet. We're, it's really cool to see uh, all the credit that uh, that you're getting. It's fun to see Christmas lights start to go up. The replies to uh, your tweet are a lot of fun. Have you, do you look at every single one? I mean, is, there's a lot of replies there. Do you take some time and uh, make sure to look at all of them? I've seen a, I, I mean, I've seen a good chunk of them, I would say. I don't know if I've seen every single one, but I've seen some cool ones. You know, somebody tweeted at me that they were in a hospital 
and uh, they decorated their room. I thought that was a cool one. Um, I've seen, you know, just it's been amazing all the different places, not just around the country, but even around the world where people have been putting up their lights. Um, and, and there's been some really impressive displays. One gal tweeted a video to me today, and she's singing uh, carols. <laughs> she's showing me her uh, her Christmas display. So uh, it's been kind of fun. It's been, you know, we're all looking for kind of things to, to do to pass the time. And so this has been one of those things that has kind of helped with that a little bit to, to go through some of that. And, and I've gotten a kick out of it. I think the, the most common answer that I've gotten. I bet you can guess what the most common answer I've I've received in the replies on this. What do you think the most common thing that I've heard from people is on putting Christmas lights up in March? Uh, oh, just that for people who uh, this is a good excuse for people who have not taken them down from originally. Is that exactly? Is that people are like, look, yep. I never took them down. I'm just turning them back on. <laughs> I have gotten so many of those, and uh, when you think about that, that's pretty predictable, right? A lot of us maybe delay that longer than we should. We wait for good weather to actually take them down. So a lot of people, and one of my buddies last night sent me a picture of, of him with his lights. I'm like, oh, cool, you're putting them up. And he goes, nope, I'm turning them back on. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. That is awesome. Uh, Lane, we are we can't wait to hear you on the radio doing Brewers baseball. We don't know how long it's going to be. Hopefully it is sooner than later. But uh, we're glad we're able to get something kind of else, uh, certainly fun with this. Uh, and uh, it's been cool to talk to you. So hopefully we can do this again here in the relatively near future. That'd be great, and it'd be great to talk some ball, no doubt. Awesome. Sounds good. There's uh, Lane Grendel joining us here on Brewers Weekly. If you want to see the tweet for yourself, he is at Lane Grindle on Twitter, and that's a that's a cool story. That's a fun story to uh, to be able to see. Yeah, lots of people. We just uh, we finally took our uh, our last bit of Christmas lights down. We had the uh, on our back uh, like porch balcony sort of thing. Uh, we have the you know the icicles that kind of like you know the lights go up and down on them. I, I I don't know what they're called. We just finally took those down and put them away. Literally like three weeks ago. If we would have just waited three more weeks, we could have been with everybody else putting Christmas lights back up here uh, during the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, this is Brewers Weekly. We will uh, get back into baseball a little bit. Uh, 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620 is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Back with more in a moment on WTMJ. This is Brewers Weekly with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Talking Brewers baseball, talking baseball overall through the uh, lens of what's going on right now with the corona, uh, coronavirus pandemic. That's what's affecting everything in life right now. It's, I know people want to use sports as kind of an escape, and uh, we'll, we'll try to do that on, on future shows. We'll see what where it takes us, but right now... It's hard to talk about anything in our world without it being somewhat connected to uh, what is going on in the world and what's impacting all of us on pretty much a minute-by-minute basis. If you want to join the program, you can do so by calling or texting into the Acunet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. That's what James in Milwaukee has done, giving us a call. Hi, James. You're on WTMJ. How you doing, Matt? I'm good. Well, I say I, my my idea is uh, if it's going to be as long as you know, however, I thought well, why not uh, go from All Star break till the end of the season, let the games that you have uh, 
scheduled on on your um, schedule on that, and have our little exhibition season before that, and and that's that. And you got and you'll be play be able to play the playoffs and everything else the way you usually do that uh, from there on. It's not, yeah, you know, you I think they're to going to be. I think they're going to be playing baseball that counts by June first at the latest. That's kind of my belief. Right now, mid May is what they're saying. I, again, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. You know, I read something today that yeah. said this pandemic may last uh, 18 months, and if that's the case, maybe there's not going to be baseball at all. But based off the information we know right now, you know, mid May to early June, the All Star break isn't scheduled until mid July. So I feel like you're missing maybe a full month's worth of baseball. I want to see baseball as soon as possible. Well, I do too. Uh, what I was going to say is, I, I was the one that suggested you guys put uh, play opening day on uh, on the radio from last year and some of the other games that you guys had. Uh, as long as we don't have baseball regular uh, regular baseball, we can play some of the games like they do with the Packer games and stuff like that on your radio station, and that fill in so that we can have a little a little serious stuff compared to doom and gloom. Yeah, that's what we're going to be doing uh, next week on uh, the day of opening day on March 26th. We're going to be playing last year's opening day game, and uh, we are going to have other uh, Brewers Classic games that we're going to uh, move in uh, here and there throughout the time period. So uh, expect that. We are going to have some baseball on the radio here moving forward. Yeah, hey, you, you do a good job, Matt. Uh, let's, let's hope we can get the sports back. Uh, hey, uh, okay, let, let's do it this way. Over or under uh, 45 days? For uh, between now when and baseball can, being played? Yeah, when we can see uh, this pandemic gone and uh, baseball and everything getting back to normal, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate the phone call, James. Again, I'm not a doctor. Uh, 45 days, ooh, so that would take us, it's March 19th right now, April. That would take us to just about June 1st. I think it's going to be in that area. I don't know, but again, I'm not uh, speculating on something is really dumb for me to do because I don't know a thing. <laughs> Some people would say I don't know anything about anything. I know I don't know anything about uh, you know medical anything and, and 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 viruses and pandemics and all that sort of stuff. All I can do is read the articles that are being put out on everyday basis. Yeah, I read today that NBA owners expect basketball to be played before June first. So I would think it would be somewhat the same thing with baseball. I do think this. I really believe that the season is going to open up, and I think it's going to be this way with baseball. I think it's going to be this way with the NBA. I think it's going to be this way with the NHL, maybe NASCAR, maybe some, maybe MLS. Uh, I think we're going to see some empty arena games to get things going. I think it's going to be a kind of a ramp-up period where you know, day one, it's safe enough to have games but it's not safe enough to have 30,000 people in an arena and just kind of move forward from there. I, that's the one thing, I, and maybe I'm completely wrong on this, I, just, I, I think that once competitive sports are being played again, whether that's mid-May, early June, later into June, I don't think it's going to start with people in venues. I think it's going to be a ramp-up period uh, into all of that. Uh, but I could be wrong on that as well. And all we can do is wait. We will uh, take a break right now, come back and wrap up the program. It's Brewers Weekly on WTMJ. Brewers Weekly on WTMJ. 
up at this edition of Brewers Weekly here on WTMJ. Let's go around Major League Baseball. Just a, uh, a few notes. Probably the biggest news that came out today, uh, Boston Red Sox pitcher Chris Sale. He is going to undergo Tommy John surgery, so he is now going to miss the entire season. Uh, they had been uh, trying to figure out a way for him to pitch this season without the surgery. They had been uh, taking a look at him, but it just it, it always does. Like, I'm not trying to be cynical about this, but anytime you've got somebody who's dealing with something in the forearm or something in the elbow, I mean, it'd be, go look and see how often you have a player who's missing some time with elbow soreness or forearm tightness where it's not just a little thing, like they're going to miss at least a month. It always turns into major surgery. I understand why teams try to go through the process of not putting you under the knife, but it, it very rarely works. So Chris Sale, he is done for the season. Also, San Francisco Giants right-hander Tyler Beatty, he is going to undergo a Tommy John surgery as well. And Major League Baseball has officially canceled their international games for this season. Uh, they were scheduled to uh, play some games in Mexico City and also in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Uh, and those games are not going to uh, happen in Mexico City. It was supposed to be the Padres against the Diamondbacks. That was going to be April 18th and 19th. And then uh, the Mets and Marlins were going to play uh, April 28th through 30th. So those games get canceled just in the sense that there's not going to be baseball played in the month of April. It's going to be mid-May at the absolute earliest. But you get the sense that Major League Baseball was going to cancel these games, even if they would have come up later on in the season and just keep everything uh, in the contiguous uh, 48 states uh, going into uh, this season. So no Mexico City game and also uh, nothing going on in Puerto Rico. All right, that's going to uh, do it for this edition of Brewers Weekly. We'll be back with you next week here on WTMJ. You've been listening to Brewers Weekly with Matt Foley on WTMJ.